I'm VJ Hamilton and welcome to the Autoimmune Reset, the place for you to learn how to thrive with autoimmune disease and feel empowered to take steps to transform your health to feel better than ever. You can start making changes today to improve your health. So with every episode, my mission is to share with you simple ways to up-level your diet and lifestyle with key learnings from my own journey reversing autoimmune disease and inspirational stories from those who have reset their autoimmune symptoms and are now thriving in life. I suffered from autoimmune disease for over 25 years and now I live symptom-free and I wish the same for you as well. So thank you for being here and sharing this time with me. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's Friday Five where I'm going to be talking to you about ways to pace yourself when you have a chronic illness like chronic fatigue syndrome or autoimmune disease where fatigue can be one of the main symptoms and I know when I had chronic fatigue syndrome I would go through a constant cycle of boom to bust. I never paced myself and I didn't get better until I started to learn about pacing and it is very important to adopt some form of pacing in your life to be able to recover from a chronic illness. Also to build your body up so that you can be free of fatigue. Diet and other factors certainly contribute to chronic fatigue syndrome and chronic illness but if you're not pacing yourself you're not putting your body in the best position to be able to recover from these types of conditions. So today I'm going to talk to you about five ways to you can pace yourself and not go through those boom to bust cycles. I used to, when I was feeling great, I would go to the gym, I'd go for a long walk, I'd see friends, I'd go out and then I would pay for it. For three to five days I would be recovering, feeling like I had the flu when it related to my chronic fatigue syndrome. So that's what we want to avoid. The first piece of advice that I have for you today is number one, is to schedule rest. I know a lot of us are not resting every day and as human beings we do need rest and when our energy is up we don't even think about resting and if you have chronic fatigue syndrome you will probably get to the point where you have to rest because you are completely exhausted and that's why scheduling rest in every day is helpful and having rest throughout the day is important so having rest in the morning and in the afternoon and rest doesn't mean sat there on your phone or watching TV. It can be lying down, just having a quiet moment or sitting somewhere and having a quiet moment. You may on an evening have a bath, um, like an Epsom salt bath that is perfect or to have some stillness, some meditation. But making sure that you're having that throughout the day is important and scheduling it so that you know that you will do it. So preempting resting on a regular basis can really help with pacing and having that fixed schedule around it certainly helped me because when my energy is up I want to do so many things I don't even think about rest but the whole point of pacing is to be able to live your life in a more kind of sustained energy way rather than going from that boom to burst so by doing this consistently which we might get to in a moment but doing that every day and having it in your diary of the times that you are resting will help 
um, you feel more energized over time. The second advice I have around pacing is to make sure that you are planning your routine or your your activities and your rests in advance. So on a weekend, have a think about what you've got planned in that week ahead. How much work have you got to do? do is there a lot of stress around that work? Are you seeing friends? Have you got exercises that you've committed to? Are you committed to any hobbies? And just have a look at that. Like When you look at it from an objective perspective, just think about whether that is a lot of activities or whether you feel like you have the energy for it. And if not, make some changes, make some priorities. What do you absolutely need to do? Where can you fit in more rest time? And what are the things that you don't need to commit to this week? And just see how your energy feels and plan for that every week can be very helpful for pacing. You may have to be quite honest with yourself and set limits and adjust your expectations because I'm generally a very optimistic person, which means that I can feel like I can do far more than I actually can. But I realise that about myself now. I know that about myself. So when I'm looking at some activities that I've scheduled, I mean, I especially do this when I go on holiday. I want to do so much and my husband always says that's too much and I've realized now when I go on holiday I actually like to sit there and read a book and to have some rest time which I just wanted to make the most of it whenever I went away Uh, but I really see the value in rest now and when I'm making plans on holiday I make probably 50% of the plans that I would like to make and even that ends up being too much So just know your own limits and take that into account when you are planning every week and make sure that it's realistic in terms of your energy for that week. The third thing I have for you is to schedule your activity as well. So we talked about scheduling rest, but scheduling activity because activity can be quite energizing, but when we do too much, that can lead to a burst. So that's what we want to avoid. And... One way to do this is to, every time you do some form of exercise or some form of movement, see how you feel afterwards. If it takes you days to recover, you've done way too much. But if you feel quite good afterwards, you feel quite energised after doing it, then that's the right amount for you. And you can keep adding to that. Now, when you have a chronic illness or chronic fatigue syndrome, it is better to do short bursts of exercise throughout the day rather than doing something for a long period of time. Um, And that goes for other types of activities as well. This isn't just to do with movement and exercise. It's also to do with work, um, having short breaks in between work rather than working for, you know, three, four hours without a break. It is best to have those breaks, uh, fit in some rest time as well. That's going to be very helpful. And I love the spoon theory metaphor by Christine Misarandino. She talks about the fact that in a morning you have 10 spoons of energy and you can give those spoons to different activities and different things that you are going to be doing in that day. For example, work might take up five spoons. Then you might have one spoon for doing some uh, some movement. You might have another spoon for making your dinner. You might have another spoon for travel. And then you might have two spoons left for doing some other form of activity like a hobby. 
And every day you should be thinking around that rather than just trying to do your maximum. And I know Lauren Windus, who has a great book on chronic fatigue syndrome, talks about when you are thinking about pacing, just not going to 100% every day, but going to almost like 75%. So you always have something in the bank that you can rely on if you do find that you overexert yourself. So again, just making sure that your activity scheduling every day is very helpful. My fourth piece of advice around pacing is to do with preparing for events, especially holidays or big parties or things where you know that it's going to take a lot more energy from you than normal, or it might be a a project that you're doing at work. And that's when you have to be, again, fairly realistic about the amount of energy that you have. And if you are going through something like that, or you're going on holiday doing something amazing, it might be that you need some extra sleep or extra rest time in order to compensate for that activity and clearing other things from your diary, not doing too much. That planning, a big event or a holiday where you know there's going to be a lot of activity, then you need to be thinking about how can you add an extra rest? How can you make sure that you get more sleep? Making sure that your diet is really full of lots of nourishing foods because you're gonna be relying more on that. Making sure that you keep hydrated. All these things are extremely important when you have chronic fatigue and you need to make sure that you are maintaining a certain amount of energy um, and that can come from extra rest, sleep, less movement probably because that might end up draining you and eating lots of nourishing food. And then lastly, I have mentioned this throughout my advice around pacing, but it's consistency. When I was working in my corporate career as an accountant, I had no consistency. If somebody asked me to go for drinks after work, I would go. If there was some exercise class that I wanted to do at 6am, I would do it. If something came up at work, I would say yes. I, I always wanted to be involved in everything and there was no consistency in my life. And then once my fatigue got to a point that I knew that I had to do something about it, which I did through functional testing, through working on my nutrition, through working on my mindfulness, lots of different things. But one of the things I started doing was to become more consistent. And when you have those consistent rest times during the day, when you're consistently doing a certain level of activity, when you're consistently eating some really healthy, nourishing foods, that is going to help you in the long run to recover. And I do like to do a plan. I still do it now. I do a plan at the beginning of every week of you know, what exercise classes I'm going to do to go to, who am I going to see in terms of my friends and family and not commit to too many social arrangements, but make sure I am seeing people at the same time and have a mix between, you know, going for a walk with somebody, maybe going for dinner with somebody and then lunch with somebody else. Um, just so that I'm not doing the same thing or doing too much. And I'll also look at the food I'm eating. I'll make myself a meal plan. And if I am doing anything where I know that it's going to take up a lot of my energy and I might not be able to keep that consistency, I try and maintain it as much as I possibly can around whatever event it is. The thing that can keep you being consistent is to remind yourself of how you feel when you go from boom to bust. And you can keep a journal of this and be very honest in this journal about how you are feeling when you go through that bust phase because 
I know I felt absolutely horrendous. I would spend days, you know, I spend most of my weekends sleeping on the sofa. I can't believe I didn't realise what a problem it was um, until it got even more severe. It is worth making a note of that because I know when you're going through the boom period and you're feeling great, you just want to do everything. And honestly, this consistency piece is going to make such a difference. And you can even start to visualize if you do feel like, oh, I want to, I want to do this. I want to, you know, I want to do more. Just think about and visualize how you feel when you overdo it. And it may put you off. And I do this with food as well. If I ever see any sweets out, I used to love sweets. I used to eat so many sweets. And I just had such bad blood sugar crashes after having sweets. And even now, even though I'm tempted by the taste of them, I always visualize how tired I'm going to feel and how unproductive I'm going to be. And it just completely stops me wanting them at all. So it is good to visualize, to think about how you might be feeling. So I hope these tips are helpful for you, whether you have chronic fatigue syndrome, autoimmune disease or chronic illness. I know fatigue is such a big issue for anybody with these types of conditions, especially when inflammation is at play as well. Um, So I hope you found this information helpful. Just so you know, I have the Sugar Reset Challenge, which I run every Wednesday. So if you do think that your blood sugar crashing might be an issue for you, then feel free to join me every Wednesday. It's just $24.99 and I give you all the tips that you need in order to improve your relationship with sugar but also keep your blood sugar in check which leads to sustained energy and you will find that over on my Instagram page or on my website if you would like to join me. If not, please feel free to pop over to my Instagram page, which is at the Autoimmunity Nutritionist, to let me know what you think about today's episode. If not, have a fantastic weekend and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Autoimmune Reset. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you liked it, I would hugely appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me understand what you like about the podcast and to help share the information with more people. I'm excited to speak to you next time. And remember, you have the power to take the reins on your health. So keep the faith and celebrate the small wins. Until next time.